Good afternoon, I'm Dick Chafing and this is Hutton Orbital News on day two of the Hutton Orbital Community Goal. We have a number of headline and breaking stories for you right now. Commander Freethinker stops thinking and drifts hopelessly far from Hutton Orbital and runs out of fuel. Commander Astrodamus damages Pad 3, causing a massive queue at Hutton Orbital. All the power leaders have mixed views on the current activities around Hutton. Our first story is all about Commander Freethinker, who sadly fell asleep at the wheel of his shift and ended up 470,000 kilo... kilo... kilo light seconds? Is that really a word? That will go with anyway. 470... lots. Very, very far away indeed from Hudden Orbital Station. He put out a call to the fuel rats and... The wonderful fuel rats, Commander Lazrian and Firebrand 83, arrived at the scene shortly after. After a short search and deploying of beacons, they managed to identify and reach the poor Freethinker's ship. And after a failed attempt to get that first ton of fuel in, they managed to get some fuel in, save his backside, and it was back to Hutton Orbital to share some gin. Commander Astrodamus caused an absolute nightmare at Hutton Orbital Station this morning. We had reports of a commander misunderstanding the need for scrap at Hutton and trashing his ship on landing pad 3. Commander Astrodamus has been recovered safely from the wreck and returned to Wolf 424 where he is currently licking his wounds and keeping his eyesight away from other commanders. Uh, Nothing has been damaged other than his credit balance. Sadly, not the same can be said for Pad 3 at Hutton Orbital, which was left in a rather non-functioning condition, leading to a massive queue of medium ships that were desperate to try and dock to sell their scrap. Docking crews are still working on emergency repairs to the docking pad, and the station has asked all commanders to be patient and pleasant while they wait for the pad to be repaired. That's true. It is true. Zachary Hudson, who is currently exploiting Alpha Century, was interviewed about the huge traffic increase at Hutton. The Federation are fully behind this initiative. We have dispatched flight wings to hunt pirates in the area and support the increase in trade to this remote station. Additional repair crews have also been drafted in to help with any damaged ships. For a fee, of course. Whereas Archon Delaney, when asked, simply said that he was laughing his arse off at all these ships making the pointless journey and that should we win, we can bet our cargo is his. Representatives from uh, Aisling Duval have uh, passed on a message that she is disgusted at the trivial nature of this campaign when there are starving planets out there, plagues, illness and commanders are wasting their time on this nonsense. She then advised us not to bother her again. Other representatives for the Empire have been unavailable for comment at this time. That's the news for now.
So, back to our normal kind of interjections here. And we have a number of things to go through. Now, currently, I've tabbed away from the game screen. And, yep, sure as uh, you'd expect, I am now 7,000 light years past Hutton Orbital. Seriously, if I wasn't doing these newscasts, I would actually have been docked and unloaded it. But we are joined by Mr. Van de Ong, Van de Oon, uh, 21, Dave, who is here with the latest stats from Hutton Orbital. Dave, how are things at Hutton? Dave's currently not listening. So uh, maybe, Amanda Lister, I-69, are you uh, in the current situation? Are you there? Yes, they can't seem. To, they don't seem to be able to hear me. Um, Dave, have you got the latest figures and facts from Hutton Orbital? Uh, yes, I do. Um, we have... Uh, hang on a second. An orca swimming around where we are at the moment... I've managed and to overshoot as well. Sorry, I've managed to overshoot the station. 180,906 tonnes collected, uh, 759 contributors, and we are most of the way there to the goal at the moment. Uh, moving on to the traffic report, we've now had 1,919 ships passing through in the last 24 hours. Um, as is expected, we've had 304 Type 6s, 369 ASPs, uh, a smattering of... Uh, other medium-sized and small-sized ships, but the impressive ones are six orcas, of which I've just seen one swimming around the outside of the station, uh, making whale noises, and a couple more sidewinders make the journey. I have no idea, other than with that fuel help, how they're getting there, but we've had some sidewinders here as well. Uh, we've had 21 adders, 30 vipers, a, a good smattering of ships. Fantastic, and it's all still remaining quite friendly out there. There's not been any trouble. I know there's been some reports of some small misunderstandings leading to the destruction of a couple of ships, but nothing as uh, expected as the intended uh, opposition to try and get in our way. We don't seem to have hit into any of that yet. Uh, No, no, we haven't had uh, any serious opposition. There have been a few as per the previous report, uh, down by the star trying to interdict people, but heavily armed pythons making the journey tends to dissuade most pirates. <laughs> this is true. I'm in, uh, Obviously, I'm in a, a python with no shields, and uh, I do get a bit of a hard time sometimes from these blue-headed PC pilots who just seem to pick on me. Um, Lister I-69, where are you in the galaxy? Well, at the moment, I am Dr. Hutton Orbital, um, just about to start on my third journey all the way there. Fantastic. I'm going to go t- off to Wolf 244 and pick it up that scrap. Excellent. Now, it's good to have you on board. I know it's a, it's a, it definitely is one of these experiences uh, <laughs> that everybody in-game should do at least once, if only to help increase the top 5%. <laughs> so that we can all get decent bonuses. Um, But yes, it's definitely a a nice learning curve. How are the Sidewinders getting here? I don't know, unless they've brought on extra fuel tanks, which surely would affect their ability to carry cargo. Well, actually, that's an internal module, so I don't think it makes that much of a difference. But um, yesterday I was going all the way to an orbital, and... The guy in front of me, by about 10,000 light seconds, was in a sidewinder. And I did ask him what was making his journey, and he just said for the laughs. <laughs> well, I know I watched Kate Russell last night coming through the system, and she was assisted by her own uh, fuel companion, who was, I think it was Mike Jenner, who was keeping her on the road to Hutton, uh, which is always good. I mean, it's always good to have friends. And I know the fuel rats have been 
patrolling uh, Hutton Orbital like absolute star troopers. It's amazing. And we have a, a couple of other um, elite dangerous community groups that have also sent delegates and representatives, some of which are patrolling the star as you come in, and some of them are out as far as Hutton Orbital to make sure there is no shenanigans or carry on. I've now just arrived at Hutton Orbital, and um, as we're talking about things going on in the community, we have a slightly important message to get out there, and that is that currently... The 33rd Golden Joystick Awards are accepting votes. Now, the Golden Joystick Awards is the only gaming accolade voted for by the players. That's us. Hello, everybody. It's us. We all play the game. So, so we get to vote in this particular one for the games that we feel deserve to win those particular categories. Now, Frontier and Elite Dangerous have been nominated in a number of categories. And I think if we talk about the first category, which is Best Audio, surely that's a shoe-in for Frontier. Surely oh, that is... Yeah, I would agree 100%. I mean, the work they've done over the last year and a half, superb, superb. It is it's a, well, a well-deserved nomination and um, one of these things that we just have to look forward to seeing how far they should be in the lead of that one. So um, the other one they've got as well is they have a category called Most Memorable Moments or Your Best Moment. And the Elite Dangerous has been nominated for the hyperspace jump. They kind of suggest that, you know, once you've done that hyperspace jump for the first time, it is just oh, one of those things you'll never forget. Uh, I can see that Ian Norman has joined us in the channel as well. So, Ian, what do you think about the hyperspace? Do you think that's the best moment that you can think of in current gaming? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's the best moment in Elite. Well, I, I know I had, I had a sort of debate. Obviously, they've been nominated for that, and it's certainly one of those ground-breaking moments. I think something that might have been... Obviously, they didn't get nominated for that. They got nominated for Hyperspace, but I think as you dock for the first time, that's a, that's a more memorable moment for me. I'll never forget that, pulling into the station through the slot and it just opening up around you, being stunning. That, that, that is quite impressive, yeah. Sorry. No, that's right. And they've also been nominated for Studio of the Year and Best PC Game. Ah, now, I have no no issues with any of these. Obviously, there are other games in these categories, but what Frontier would love us to do is obviously be honest and don't, you know, <laughs> don't game play vote for them. them. But yes, if you would be kind enough to consider them for your votes, they would be more than happy to have us support them. Now, if you want to get to the Golden Joystick Awards and cast your votes, then you can get there by following the following URL, which is tinyurl.com forward slash gold joy g-o-l-d-j-o-y and that will take I've had some gold joy in my life <laughs> you would say that but you know that that's it if we, so if you want to support Frontier and you want to support Elite Dangerous please visit that link go and cast some votes and uh, support Frontier if you agree with the nominations I, I think you know best audio is a complete shoe in I would be stunned if there's any other game that can possibly compete I mean, maybe I'm biased but I think you know go over have a look and cast your votes and they would love that thank you very much I am voting now now what did David have to say I was just saying for, for me the um, 
the best moment, the, the Super Cruise one, or the, the Hyperspace Jump one, uh, if you've got a sub and you listen to it with a, with a sub in the room or a, a butt kicker on, the, uh, on your chair, uh, when you enter that Super Cruise, it is uh, bowel-clenchingly exciting. Um, I did have to turn it down a couple of times after there were complaints from the room next door. <laughs> So it, it's it's pretty darn impressive. The the other one, that experience when you've got the Oculus Rift headset on, or you've got any kind of headset on, is uh, a stunning moment. Actually, seeing that uh, hyperspace graphic coming past you with a headset on, looking out through your cockpit, it's it's good on a screen. It is really something special on a VR headset. I think people that were playing with the Oculus and headsets and headphones on, who were flying the Viper, have another eerie kind of side that the audio does for them and that's that feeling that there's somebody whispering behind them and that was <laughs> that's not something I've experienced myself but it was quite a common thing that they were getting a little bit spooked out as they were flying around in their vipers did any of you hear that noise? I mean I'm, I've, I've, I, I, I'm not a particular fan of the ass but I know many people that love that rasp oh, sound no, that's mm, my favourite ship yeah, that, that noise is something else. It's straight out of some kind of World War Two bomber coming over. It's it really is. No, it's straight out of a blooming trucker's lunch stop where they sell an awful lot of baked beans. That's where it's from. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. No, I, I, it's an amazing sound. I won't hear anything else there. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, having just been parked up at Hutton Orbital, we've had a, we had an orca uh, swimming around the station, and the uh, the background is that that ship broadcasts as it's swimming around. I mean, they're, they're very well like, but there's this deep resonant uh, sort of hums and uh, and squeaks coming out of it that are, that are uh, yeah, very reminiscent of a real a real whale. I can see that you're outside Hutton Orbital because I've arrived. Eddie, Simi and Simon and yours have come out to see how far past the station I shot when I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) Which is quite a a handy thing because um, Eddie is one of the representatives... uh, Eddie's Minions, even, is one of the representatives of the BRTD company. And this is an amazing name. You're going to love this. <laughs> the BRTD stands for Better Red Than Dead, which I absolutely love. I love that kind of idea that just shoot first. At least you're still alive. That's the best thing. And um, the Red Dice Systems, which is part of the BRTD company, uh, are suggesting that if you like mining and you like guarding miners and you like a chilled environment, that you should go and visit brtd.net and help bring more whale-sounding red. orcas. More red. More red. As well as well as orcas to Hutton. Uh, thank you very much, everybody from the BRTD that has turned up and is giving us a hand around Hutton. They're making the space lane safe and bringing extra scrap in as well. And then we have a slightly... Party political broadcast here, I think, from the EDC. So we're going to give this one a little bit of attention. Fed up being alone in the void. Feel like there is more to the galaxy than trading day and night? Got a question that no one can answer? Then look up the Elite Dangerous community on Facebook. We have commanders here with the knowledge, ships and credits to make the galaxy look like a giant fun park. If you want a home away from home, then you have come to the right place. Join us today and get free cookies from Hutton Orbital. Disclaimer. Cookies only valid for new commanders and cannot be exchanged for credits. All cookies are vinyl. So, the EDC is a big 
collection of commanders that are on Facebook and the, the, the actual group is fantastic for supporting people. If you've got any new questions and, and you feel a bit, you know, when you've asked somebody over the comms in Elite, you've either not got a response or they've opened fire because it was that, you know, draw-droppingly daft. There is no such thing as a daft question on Facebook, is there? No, they can't. Um, well, they, they, they could be. Usually the answer is Hutton Orbital. Where can I find the Class 3 gimbal blazers? Uh, <laughs> Hutton is the place for all of them. But no, the, the, the EDC is probably one of the most friendly community groups I've come across on, on Facebook and to do with gaming. Um, the moderators really run a, a fairly tight ship. It doesn't go off topic. It's not full of memes all over the place. Um, the guys and girls that look after it really do a good job of keeping it a, a helpful, friendly place. And there are between six and 7,000, I think, uh, commanders on there helping each other and uh, you know, swapping stories. Uh, a lot of them have joined us in the, the Hutton goal here as well, including a few of the moderators. So uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, but it's been some fantastic assistance, and just on that point about the the, the um, class three gimbals being available here, we also have uh, this little Hutton Orbital Radio, where all the sexy people go, and anacondas sell for one hundred credits. Some of the facts in that last <laughs> statement may not be in. Entirely accurate, but you'll have to come here with a lot of scrap to find out for yourself. Now, what's oh, going on? Who's in around Hutton Orbital? We've obviously got uh, Eddie's minions. Um, who we have a fairly quiet instance, so uh, we've actually got the pad to ourselves, so we dock for an update if we want to see how much has gone up since we started talking. Yeah, that would be fantastic. If you want to go and give us a live traffic report, well, we've already had a bit of traffic report, but just have a look and see um, how things are going, if we've managed to make any more progress. Oh, well, I've had uh, docking requests denied now. This is good. We might have ships incoming. No, here we go. It's been granted this time. Give me a, a couple of minutes to crash into the station and uh, I'll be right back with you. Not what we'll do is we'll go through a little article we've put together, which is Docking Etiquette 101. So, this is for all you commanders who are arriving at Hutton Orbital for the first time. When you arrive, sometimes it's hard to know what to do. Now, if you're in a small ship, your journey to the pad will be fairly straightforward, and there shouldn't be too much of a queue. But this one message is more for those who require the medium pad, of which there is only one, and therefore will have to be a bit more orderly. So, docking etiquette. Number one. Sorry. Shoo, everybody. No, that's definitely not in this list. I don't, I'll check. I mean, we'll start at point one, and, and I'll let you know if we get to shoot everyone. But I'm not entirely sure. Um, point number one: fly to Hutton with your systems set to open. Uh, I don't actually know what that means. Drive uh, open, as in fly and open. Talk to the other guys doing it. Uh, arrive there to see a crowd of commanders. Ah, I mean that, right, okay. that's the point. So what you need is fly to Hutton in open mode so that you can engage with the rest of the community. Point number two, on arrival, stow your gun ports. Now, this is quite important because this is what leads to misunderstandings. Stow your gun ports, turn on your lights, and announce yourself in a local chat. So, I'm here! Or, you know, words to that effect. Uh, number three, look at your scanner. There might be a queue by the pad. Now, this is in order to avoid upsetting people there and jumping in and immediately 
queue jumping by requesting docking and being giving it when there's maybe a queue of five ships in front of you. So just take a second, look at your scanner, and when you introduce yourself, you can always ask, is there a queue, is there any particular queuing system? Number four, if you're docking manually, sniping the pad is bad form, and that's exactly what I mean. Unless you're desperate for a pee, (laughs) is the only caveat. Wait your turn if you can. If you are absolutely desperate to get docked, then that's the only time, really, if there's a significant queue or there's an issue with pad 3 again, then you might want to drop into a group play and do your docking and then come back into open and then ship off. We want to hear and see lots of, no, go ahead, you first, followed by, no, 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 I insist, after you, please. And we want to hear an awful lot of that going on, which we currently do see. Uh, no, no, no. I'm first. Everybody get out of the way. Otherwise, I'll launch all my missiles at you. Hot stuff coming through. Uh, Number five, if you're docking automatically, set your computer up and it will handle things for you. And six, listen out for anacondas and type nines making offers to drop their load. The polite way to do things here is to help them unload so that they can return to their source and return on a second journey. Now, small ships can be quite significantly helpful in this particular point where unloading and scooping is a lot easier on a smaller ship T9s and Anacondas if you're dropping cargo rather than dropping in big clusters it is helpful if you put your ship into reverse and drop single ones in rounds of 20 it helps ships scoop and certainly I was having problems in my um, Python last night scooping without smacking things for miles but that's probably more down to the fact that I'm really bad at it Ramming cargo canisters is not on. You're not allowed to do that. That's wrong. And thank you is the standard response to these altruistic commanders. And that's really, 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 really important to be thankful to them. If you really want to say thanks, then when you've docked to sell that scrap, grab a couple of um, gins than the rare items and drop them and they can then have those scooped up as a Thank you, if you want, or, or any item from the store, in fact. Or, or they could drink it. Yep. Or they can drink it while they're sitting there waiting. And the yep. most important point of all is, of course, tune in to... Shoot them all. No, that's not there. I'm telling you, it's not on the list. Tune in to Hutton Orbital Radio for updates and music and entertainment. Tonight we have the Abracadrabble Show, which is our next interjection. That will be at 7pm. And then we think we're, we're back to normal programming it. When it finishes, I was going to say eight, but I mean, uh, I've never been at eight. <laughs> yeah, when it finishes, that is something that is possibly not suitable for younger audiences. So anybody, it's not suitable for anybody most weeks. But you know, you're welcome to join us. We're going to be broadcasting that over this uh, the air anyway, so you're kind of having it forced upon you unless you text in with huge amounts of uh, objections while it's broadcasting, in which case I might spare you. (laughs) It's not likely though, is it? Um, And then of course at 8 o'clock Karash Landing kicks off on twitch.tv Karash Landing, so you're welcome to come and watch us there and we're going to be talking about the community goal on there as Karash has been involved and also we're going to do some CQC while we're at it too, so it should be quite interesting. Uh, how are those stats are looking, Dave? Um, they've gone up by about 6,000 tonnes since we started. So there have been plenty of deliveries while we've been chatting. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to go now and dock and drop my load. 
and um, we will be back around to say we might get a little bit of interjections done but we're not going to have another proper show until about 7 o'clock tonight and then we'll have one last late night goodbye <laughs> chat again later on tonight now if you're interested or you've got a story you want to let us know about if you want to email us or tweet us at Hutton Orbital or email us at I got no, no, was it I... I took part. I took part. I don't know why I keep getting that one confused. I took part at huttonorbital.com and we will look to get some stories and include you in our next broadcast as an update of Commanders. I can't believe we've had uh, refueling issues already with Commanders falling asleep. I mean, it's amazing. You didn't run out of fuel yourself there, Dave, when you fell asleep this morning. Uh, no, I, I had uh, just about enough to get myself out again to the next uh, next star. Oh. It is. I mean, I, I've I've found that if I I can't leave my ship flying in a straight line anymore. By the time I come back, it's gone full circle and it's actually further away than it started. So I've not quite managed to to work out what's causing that yet. But when I do, it's well, a bit easier. What do you reckon? Well, what I've done is I've turned my dead zone right up to full, so that when I point it to to the orbital, it stayed on the line to the orbital. And is that, is that working out for you? Because I think it's something I'm going to have to do because when you want to make the most of this particular community goal, the one thing you want to do is start yourself in a direction and set a timer so that you don't have to be stuck uh, watching it. Obviously, what that means is you're able to stand up from your desk while listening to Hutton Orbital's music and do a little dance. And, and keep your energy levels, and you know, keep yourself happy and cheery and motivated. Um, so, a big thank you to everybody so far who's been involved and who are continuing to be involved, and who are constantly running backwards and forth to Hutton with scrap. It has been amazing. It's an honour to fly with you. And but we will, we will hit the base target at some point later this afternoon. We we have a tiny, tiny little set of drops left to go before we've actually hit tier one. So we're doing really well. It's going to be fantastic. I can't. I cannot wait to see what the kind of rewards are going to be when they come in. And um, yes, we're going to have hopefully more news and more things to talk about uh, in our next update. Uh, for now, I think we shall say cheerio, and we'll catch you guys later on tonight at seven o'clock for Abraca Drabble. If you want to be part of that, that'd be awesome. Let's see you then. Oh, sorry. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Premature with the exit music. Oh. <laughs> bye 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 the scenes at Hutton Orbital paint a horrific picture Hundreds of people scooping scalding hot coffee into their mouths, blistering fingers and ruining manicures. Males walk bent double after spending minutes at a time bent over a water fountain, and the children are turning blue and purple from the artificial colours contained in the fruit punches that have to be made in the bathtubs of the destitute. It doesn't have to be this way. A donation of just 100 tonnes of scrap will give a family of four one fully functioning mug. But don't take our word for it, Wanda Arbit was a resident at Hutton Orbital. 
I used to have to get out of bed two days before I needed a drink just to make the point two two light year trek for a mug. And these were poor quality mugs that would often break on the journey home, leaving me with no choice but to scoop my afternoon tea into my mouth with my hands. My toothbrush would stick to my sink and my teeth would be on the floor covered in cat fur and rabbit droppings. This sorry situation can't continue. Please help Hutton create its own mug in just 90 minutes of your time. Just load up with scrap and head over to Hutton and click the big silver donate button on the bulletin board. And you can be proud that you saved people like Wanda from having furry teeth. So please give us all your fucking scrap.